0: Drink of Ages radio show is brought to you by Wild West Brewfest happening November 3rd through 5th at Typhoon Texas Water Park in Katy. Three days of badass events and lots of great beers to try. Voted the number one beer fest in North America for multiple years in a row, Wild West Brewfest is a great time. Live music, games, food, and a whole lot of beers from the best breweries. Actually over 500 beers from over 60 breweries. Get tickets now at wildwestbrewfest.com.
1: I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now.
0: Beer. 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 Beer 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 beer, beer, beer. 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 beer! 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 This beer. is Drink of Ages on
2: ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's
0: your host and luminary, Huminary. John Denman.
2: John Denman.
0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Drink of Ages Radio Show here on ESPN 97.5. I'm John Denman. he's Tom Painter. I am. The one that you don't ever hear very much from is Kevin Musgratch, <laughs> DJ Musgratch. He's the man.
2: You know, you, you feel him throughout the entire uh, show because he he cleans it
0: up. He takes out all the F-bombs, put, puts in some of his own. He somehow <laughs> has like a filter, <laughs> like a sobriety filter yeah. that, that he runs the, the show through a lot of times that, that I, I listen to it. I'm like, hey, actually, all right, that's better than what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Just because um, sometimes by the like last show, man, those, those ciders, yeah, those ciders were over at City Orchard. They uh, they they started catching up after like the twelfth one or <laughs> <I was>, uh, <laughs> whatever.
2: Was, it, it, it it was a doozy. I almost cracked open the bottles uh, he gave us, and uh, he'll have his challenge today because uh, we are uh, currently at uh, the New Potato, and it's uh,
0: it's, we are. it's storming. Yeah, it's we're storming
2: and we're kind of
0: kind of outside, kind of inside. We're on a covered deck. We're <laughs> under a covered deck, so we're out of storm. But there's a lot of lightning going on. It's it's like a it's a beautiful evening in Houston, right? I mean, you get thunder. There's nothing better than a good thunderstorm and a beer, and that's what we're we're yeah, might as well, right? That's what we're doing. And so we are at the New Potato, like Tom said. This place is one of my one of my little favorite stops. It's one of my little favorite little hide hideout bars. I can come sit over here probably have more beers than I should you know and all this just good things happen here if I'm not mistaken I'm not you know, sure if they' good things it's I think not- last time we were here there was a there was a slide like a
2: rainbow water slide there was a water slide oh, that, yeah the yeah. time before that we ended up uh, waking up at
0: Stapleton's house on the couch <laughs> yeah yeah we did move to that, that was a, that was a weekend and so yeah but it is a good spot the new potato it's on the east end of downtown off of Clinton is that what we're off of? yeah 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 big ass development about to happen over here Uh, i'm sure if you haven't read about it you will see it soon but really really cool spot before we go any further the show is like you heard right before it started sponsored by wild west brew fest which is happening november 4th through 6th over in Katy. tom you're gonna be out there no label's gonna be out there plus about another what 50 some odd breweries 60, 60, 60 breweries, 60 or more, a wine garden,
2: uh, you know, I know label we do a lot of work, uh, with Katie Wild West brew fest. Uh, they primarily benefit uh, the Katie Rotary. Um, uh, it's, it's drinking for nonprofits and they do scholarships throughout the year. I'm actually doing a dinner with them, uh, this weekend, uh, as this, as the show airs. So, uh, it's, uh, it's great. You know, beers are always about kind of community and building communities and, uh, so, it kind of makes sense that this festival uh, really benefits uh, this nonprofit that puts so much money back directly into the hands of, of communities.
0: So. Yeah, so I lied to you about the dates because it's actually a third through the fifth. And Thursday night, the K Town throwdown, the launch party is on the fourth, and then the Brew Fest is on the fifth. So, at least make one of them. But if you can make the Brew Fest, that's where you want to come hang out. It's a really good time. Very well put on, always a lot of beers. Good music, good food. Yeah, I, I either pass out at the brewery or I pass out at a hotel.
2: So uh, usually one on one. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh,
0: <laughs> oh, well, it's good times. But moving on. Yeah, there's a reason why we're here at the New Potato. Moving on, <laughs> moving on. So we have our buddy Vince Mandeville as our guest uh, for this week's show, Brash Brewing Company. Uh, Right before that, Eighth Wonder. Right before that, Brash. Right before that, St. Arnold for a really long time. This guy makes really good beers. He's a fun guy to hang out with. So figure is like, man, let's drink some beers and and do a show. So welcome.
1: Thanks for having me. So on uh, this wonderful,
0: yeah, wonderful stormy, cloudy,
1: stormy day.
0: I guess uh, like this is perfect. I mean, it's also fun to sit around and drink beer weather, but it, man, this is like straight couch weather.
1: It's it's pretty nice. There's a nice breeze going, so we're not sitting here sweating underneath the covered. No, it's like in
0: the 70s, low 70s in Houston. You know, nice cool breeze blowing. Haven't seen that in a long time. Not at
1: all. (laughs) The inside of a brew house doesn't get. There's no breezes. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's a convection oven. This is like hotter air. It's just cooking
2: you more. <laughs> moisturizing the skin, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, you look great. It's a wet heat. <laughs> it's, it's a wet heat. Uh, those are the best. <laughs> uh, nothing better than walking outside and, like, have a hot blanket put around you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the blast furnace, that is Houston.
0: It is. It is. Uh, I remember back when I had, like, a job where I had to dress for. You know, I can actually dress shirts and jackets and all that, which... I, I don't advise that for anyone out there. Like if, you, if you're looking to go to college and get a career in something, do it where you don't have to. At least here in Houston, right, where you have to wear a jacket and a tie, especially. Man, there's there's
1: so undress for the so job you want. Undress
0: for the job you want. Okay. There's a lot of those out there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a
0: whole lot. Not so. Not as many for guys, but you know. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Uh, so brash. Yes. Welcome back.
1: Yeah, I am back. It's uh, it's been a long, strange trip, uh, but uh, enjoyable.
0: Well, when you guys first came out, <clears throat> I remember well. Uh, Brass opened up. It was it was like this big, like shock and awe kind of thing. But with the badass IPAs, delicious beers, and just came out here, just like. Just just rampaging and 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 it was great. It was fun to see, right? Because you had all these cookie cutter breweries and uh, everything's done like this way, and then Brash came out like doing it. Com- at least their image and everything else completely different than what was what was around. So yeah, I mean, it was. I think at the time, man, it was it was what needed to happen, and then the beers came out, and it was the beers were. Okay, this, this, uh, the first time I had Prestige Worldwide, the first batch was one of the best beers I ever drank.
1: Oh, wow! That, that's, thank you, thank you. You know that when we first initially started, when Ben came and talked with me, he was uh, he was uh, asking me what if I open if I helped him open a brewery, what would we want to do, and it was always what we wanted to do was bring in those big West Coast IPAs that we couldn't get in Houston and bring in those big uh, stouts and milk stouts that you can't get in Houston, and sort of do our version of those beers. Not clone them, not copy them, but just do our interpretations of what we thought we wanted to taste in them. So hopefully we got close to to the initial uh, idea. Uh, I enjoyed the beers. So...
0: As you I, should. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed a few. Okay. I enjoyed a few. Well, if you've
1: met me, you know I've, I probably enjoyed a few too many. So.
0: Hey, <laughs> I mean, that's what people tell me. I just, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't, I, just, I disagree with that.
2: <laughs> you know, you were at St. Arnold, and then you went to Brash, and that kind of was ground-shaking for the craft beer community. And then when you left Brash and went to 8th Wonder, ground-shaking. Now Brash again. So... I guess the question everyone's mind is what's going on over at Brash. Yeah, looking forward like, to uh, like, like what's up like with this new kind of with like Vince back in the saddle, what can we expect? Brash is
1: going to be Brash. It's going to yeah. be the same. Uh right now we're going through some permitting issues with the city just like every brewery does when you transfer over, you know, to new owners, you know, those those transfers have to happen and then the city gets involved, the health department gets involved, and they just want to make sure that you're doing everything correct and up to code, which is perfectly fine. But uh, it just means that you know you're not. We're not. We're not able to actually make the beers day one, walking in. So uh, hopefully next week we'll be able to start our first batch of. Uh, we'll make a. We'll make our first batch will be a Cali Green again, which was one of the first beers that we made. Uh, what seven eight years ago yeah uh and uh you know we'll just continue to be as brash as we possibly can uh maybe a more adult version of brash sometimes it got a little a little crazy you know a little a little nutty but uh the yeah we'll, we'll the still be
0: brash will remain the same we will be brash yes yeah. i mean you can't really there's a reason. I mean, you can't be like, hey, we're brash. Come look at our new painted tap room. Yeah. <laughs> we, put, we put decorative flowers on the table. Yeah. You know what I mean? it's...
1: Well, my idea going in there was to take all the tetanus out because there was a lot of loose nails and screws and such. So let's just make sure that nobody... Gets tetanus here, so <laughs> Yeah. we have fully de-tetanused the brewery. Uh, oh, that's good. I that's mean, nice.
0: tetanus and uh, whatever strange things are growing—we're growing in the bathroom.
1: Uh, <laughs> Just the bathrooms. Might be good. Is it, right we, is it all right if we—is it all right if we uh, repaint the bathrooms? Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Although uh, I don't know, some somebody put on there. I uh, Ben sent me a picture a long time ago. It was like. I love John, or I love John from DOA, or something like that, in the bathroom. But it was in the guy's bathroom, oh. and oh. <laughs> it was just like that actually nice. makes actually makes oh. more sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that was uh, uh, no one. No one confessed to that one. No, no one confessed. No. It was Robbie. Yeah,
2: I'll take that one. Yeah, there's a, a recent trend going on in Houston craft beer where. Like, and it's all kind of happened this year where you have all these breweries that are... There's, like, these brewery shake-ups where they're kind of getting new hands, new blood. It's uh, it's happening from... We've had a few on the show, but
0: uh, it's just... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, oh, yeah, I don't, yeah I don't, a I don't lot, lot, of, of lot of things it, yeah. are, are changing hands right now, at least, at least on the brewery side. Um, yeah. like,
2: like, no breweries are, are, are falling, so to speak, but they are getting, like... Infused mm-hmm. with new blood or other breweries are are stepping in and kind of and helping out and like expanding their kind of like Foothold if you will, but but while like Fortress who we've had on Yeah, misfit misfit brewing and you know, they're not really involved in misfit Like the guys at misfit do their own thing, but it's just so interesting What's happening in the Houston scene? I <laughs> uh, I'm,
1: I'm- You know most of the time it's uh experienced brewers helping people out that are more on the newer side of things you know we got lucky in the sense that we have experienced brewers and then we kept our experienced brewers which is pretty awesome so that's when when i say the brash is going to continue to be brash i mean we still have robbie jade and ryan there you know the, the the bulk of of the of the brewers and the production side still going to be there no so.
0: yeah uh, and yeah, you know, we, we all like robbie and everything but i really learned something like from social media and being a him being a rangers fan yesterday oh. <laughs> was just just it was a little disheartening you know i still like the guy because he, he probably is a, the nicest guy in the whole industry but at the end, it's just like, God, man, that's just just. How can you be a Rangers fan? <laughs>
1: well, he is from Dallas, and I will say he wasn't one of those bandwagon Ranger fans that back when the Astros in 2015, 2013 were just in the cellar. You know, one of those Astros fans that put on the Ranger hat because Nolan Ryan was involved. You know, he, he was. He's a true Ranger fan. He's from Dallas, so we've got to let him. Let him live his life.
0: And hey, no, honestly, you have to be a true baseball fan living in Dallas because, for one, that stadium—it <laughs> is the, the old stadium. I haven't been in the new one, but we we would go watch the Astros play the the Rangers pretty much every year. We go up there and hang out, good times. And the last game that I was at, we, we watched Sami Sosa hit a 600 home run. Yeah, right behind, and we're back there yelling. So so sucks, sosa suck. then he yeah. jacks a home run like he normally did. <laughs> um, everybody else yelled at us around us and all that yeah. it was great, I loved it, yeah, but it was like the bottom of the seventh inning, nine o'clock at night, it finally dropped from 100 degrees to ninety nine and there was a standing ovation in the stadium <laughs> <laughs> so Whatever they did, like, they built a new one. Air conditioning supposed yeah. to be so much better. I need to go out there and check it out. So being a being like I said, a diehard Rangers fan that probably went to those games oh, growing yeah. up and sweated it out. Dallas is a different hot. Like, Houston's hot, but Dallas like it'll be ninety-two and humid here. But it'll be a hundred and two, and tornadoes. Right. Yeah. And at that
1: baseball park, if you're in the outfield, it was just the sun beating on you. If it was a day game, I don't think they had many day games because it was just died. died. Yeah.
2: (laughs) There's a problem with with losing players. Yeah. (laughs) I, I always
1: thought the outside of the the place looked beautiful you know it looked oh, like course. a good red brick ballpark but uh yeah oh, beautiful b- ballpark. all park.
2: pictures in the first like hour were like fantastic but then as people started sweating and they could <laughs> see and it's all salt so uh, there was one a seat area in there there's like a there's like a, a long bar vip thing that if you could find there it's like it's in the stadium itself and it was just like oh magical place it's like but don't you want to be outside and watch the game we're but, like we're at the stadium no this is good <laughs> no i
0: just sat there and just got sprayed by something i don't know it's like there's something cold blowing on me I'm, I'm cool with that and just get through it but it was a beautiful ballpark but yeah it's good to have you guys back together Though i'm excited about what's going to happen and with that let's take a break i'm out of beer for one you're you guys are close so let's get some more beer we'll get back we'll talk more with vince mandeville from brass brewery we are over at the new potato on the east end downtown this is drink of ages we'll be right back
1: Hey, it's James from Ingenious Brewing Company up in Humble, Texas. We are a small batch brewery open Wednesday through Monday with an air-conditioned tap room hosting weekly trivia, monthly art markets, and many more family and pet-friendly events. Not in the mood for a delicious beer? Try one of our hard seltzers or a local cider or wine. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok for a daily update on our tap list and daily events. Can't make it to the tap room? Just look for us at your local HEB, Specs, or any fine craft beer retailer. Cheers. Hey, y'all, this is Shane with New Magnolia Brewing Company. We are a family-owned and operated brewery located at 1616 Bevis Street. New Magnolia Brewing serves up a high-rotation, high-variety of finely crafted beers, everything from our award-winning lagers to modern IPAs, funky sours, and, of course, classic European styles. Our taproom is open seven days a week, so come enjoy our spacious, open indoor taproom
2: or one of our large outdoor seating areas. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at New Magnolia Brewing.
0: Hello, everyone. This is uh, Trevor Brown from Lone Pine Brewery coming at you from Magnolia, Texas, home of Yellow Rose IPA. We're new in cans. I don't know if you've seen. We're now in aluminum. Yellow Rose, Gentleman's Rose Nitro, Jabberwocky, and Zenos. We'll be doing seasonals and Xythopal releases every quarter. So join us at our beer garden, open seven days a week. We've got live music, food trucks. Kids and dogs are welcome as long as they're nice. Find us at lonepine.com, on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks, everybody. Hey, y'all, this is Andrew, the mayor, Mitchum, owner and brewer at Senate Avenue Brewing Company. Here's the top five reasons you should bring the whole family to come and see us. Number one, air conditioning. Number two, tasty cold craft beer brewed by yours truly. Number three, burgers, tacos, pizzas, and pretzels. Number four, brunch on Sundays. Number five, our cozy, breezy patio. Drop in any day of the week for lunch or dinner. We'll save a table for you. Deca Beer Company off 494 just north of Kingwood is a brewery you should know about and stop by. 20 taps with rotating experimental beers and other excellent beers brewed true to style. Nice air-conditioned tap room for the whole family and a large patio with beer, wine, cider, soft drinks, plus food trucks on site. Also a great place to hold your next event. Tap room is open Wednesday through Sunday and look for Deca Beer Company on tap around the Houston area and check them out online at DecaBeer.com. That is D-E-C-A Beer.com. They have something for everyone. Hey, good beer drinkers. This is John Denman from Drink of Ages Radio inviting you out to Tap Brewery. Less than 15 minutes north of downtown, Spindletap is making some of the best beers around. IPAs, double IPAs, lagers, and stouts. Definitely going to find your next favorite beer. Come out and be ready to play, though. Nine-hole championship putt-putt, basketball court, baseball and kickball field, disc golf, or just kick back in the air-conditioned tap room. Great food, excellent beers, and a badass time. Check out Spindletap Brewery. Tap. that's T-A-P, spindletap.com all right we are back this is drink of ages radio show sponsored by wild west brew fest happening the third through the fifth out there in Katy, man bass beer festival are you sure john yes yes (laughs) yes yes i am and if, if not, then whatever played in the beginning, the first part, that was actually accurate. This is going to keep on getting more confusing. The uh, the good news is
2: that the rain seems... Oh, uh,
0: uh, I just saw a flash of lightning. Yeah. Well, there's, there's <laughs> a lot of lightning. Uh, the rain has kind of subsided. and I mean, it just it's just a nice little evening Well now. It's actually a good time to be sitting out here at the New Potato. and That's where we are, sitting outside uh, with all the... Patio bars that's opened up in Houston over the last decade is kind of shocking, except for like times like this when it's like, oh, actually, that's feel pretty good outside. <laughs> so Vince Mandeville is our guest. He's from Brash Brewing Company, and so yeah, seeing some changes and looking forward to the future and what's going to happen over there. Uh, so, Katie? is Brash currently is the tap room currently closed or?
1: Yes, the tap room is closed. We've, we've got to deal with the city and get some permitting stuff right. uh, fixed. Uh, and so we'll be doing a lot more distribution out, uh, and as soon as we do get, uh, fresh, uh, package cans, uh, in, uh, uh, done, we'll start probably do our own. We'll have our own pandemic and do a to-go-only area for, for people to come and, grab cans to go
2: so can we look forward to a grand opening at some point in the future
1: yes uh we'll we'll probably have an anniversary party and in talking with uh matt and uh the guys the other guys at uh the brewery we've all decided that october was a horrible time to have an anniversary party
0: like as when everybody else is doing it well
1: (laughs) it was it was just always so hot and we have an unconditioned and you know, just a open warehouse. I mean, you fit 300 people in there, and they're all sweating. It always happened to be, like, the hottest October day of the year. Uh, luckily, it never rained. But, you know, we decided we're going to move it, since that wasn't really the anniversary of Brash's first beers anyways. You know, we're, we're going to move it for when the taproom opens back up, and uh, we have a full lineup of our core beers and seasonals. Right. Uh, get... Uh, We'll have to get vulgar display of power in barrels, so that we can get hammer smash face in in for the anniversary bottles. Uh, so once that happens, just uh, stay tuned on social media. It'll it'll be coming out. Uh,
0: so good December January.
1: Uh, we're hoping we're hoping yeah. to to get it that way. Uh, hopefully we'll get a, a fairly large metal band to uh, to to play in our lovely. Uh, warehouse you know all metal and cement makes great 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 sound very good acoustics yes especially Uh, without the tetanus yes no tetanus this time (laughs) Uh, but uh yeah we're 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 looking forward to it
0: that's gonna be cool man Houston's I don't know it it just a brush the bottles I bought the first time I bought them in Florida. We were talking about right Pensacola earlier. Uh, the first bottles I bought, and which I still have some, which Those, could be questionable.
1: They are probably questionable. That's uh, before two thousand and thirteen. Yes. So yeah, they were made in at Mercury yeah, Brewing, with, with the clown shoes, yeah, uh, Massachusetts. Guys. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they might be a little questionable now.
0: So it'd be good to see that place back up and running running again and, and seeing um, the beers back on tap.
2: And, and you know, anniversaries are all kind of, at least in craft beer, seem incredibly arbitrary on the yeah. actual, like, it's like, is it the first keg sale or is it when you filed your <laughs> LLC? No, it's when it when the weather <laughs> when the weather's nice. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: That's, that's when it should be, yeah. yeah. Like, so why aren't they all in April, you know? Like
0: we actually, there's about forty. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, November and April. Those yeah. are those are the anniversary months. <laughs> like we,
2: we've talked to so many breweries that kind of started in or around the pandemic, and then they kind of had a switch their anniversary day to just that's yeah. it.
0: This is the one, and
2: we're going to stick to this. Yeah, unless this doesn't work out, and then we'll.
0: Was that fireworks? A tree just fell down behind us. <laughs> yeah, but it made it made a really weird sound. It sounded like. Fireworks, of it some did. Kind of. yeah. like something shot off. Yeah. Not on the property. Well, the so latest if on this you have episode. A new potato, of- you most likely will not get hit by a tree. Yeah. <laughs> but
2: the latest on this episode is a tree just fell. If a-, a tree
0: falls, at new
2: potato. Does anybody hear it? Yeah. We did. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but something like you talked about earlier, Tom, like last segment, like. Brewery switching hands and stuff like that. I mean, we've we've seen it with a with holler, Fire Ant, uh, City Acre. There's a you on man, there's, those, there's several is, more out there. Local that, that, group. Local group. Local yep. group, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see what local group does though. Uh, that, that's one um, that's one where I mean for one, it's a pretty great little facility they have. Yeah. Well, yeah. hell! We were at Strong Arm and, and Strong Arm. Yeah, Strong Arm. Strong
2: Arm close, and it's basically everyone from uh, Sixth Ward just with a few new people. And now it's it's kind of reopened. It's it's yeah. The this has been a just real interesting year for crap for crap beer in Houston because first you get, you kind of you hear rumblings or or sometimes there are actual posts of like you know brews are shutting down or or I'm hearing that that brewery might be in trouble or so on and so forth. But then it's people within the industry typically that seem to be like coming in saving the day and 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 reinvigorating life into these brands that really are important to so many communities and people yeah, you know? yeah. like it's not a brewery in houston that i don't have some sort of good memory of and, and especially there's people that are regulars at those breweries you know yeah you know brash probably means the world to so many people in that area <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, we we have a special kind of uh, of customer. We also have our cult, the 50 people who bought into their to their their own uh, cult leader, and uh, <laughs> we'll still be doing uh, functions and and things for them. Uh, so as soon as we're back open,
0: get the protests back out there.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, we're up. we're 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 hoping to actually you know maybe kind of bury the hatchet with them you know and and kind of bury uh the
0: hatchet in them what no no <laughs> no
1: no 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 you know
2: so you're gonna start the grand opening with an exorcism of the property <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: maybe we should have a catholic priest bless the place you yeah. know that, that would uh
2: Probably bygones be bygones yeah yeah <laughs>
1: bygones. i always felt sorry for them because they're you know it'd be the hottest one of the hottest days of the year and they're standing outside across the street from us no no cover or anything and we we tried to bring them water and they wouldn't take water from us because of course we're heathens uh but uh you know they they have compa they have uh conviction so you know just like i have conviction in brewing they have convictions in in their ideologies and i you have to respect that yeah we're definitely more of the D and D version of demons than you know the actual straight up uh biblical demon so
2: you know, with all that Stranger Things fame, maybe
0: it's, you know, it's no just no big deal. Hellfire <laughs> Club it up. Yeah. Brash needs to make some baseball cards, some trading cards.
1: <laughs> we had <laughs> talked about it um, early on, but uh, it never funny. came through.
0: Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> that would be something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hey, there's certain things that you, need to, you truly need to protest against, and, like, kicking dogs is one mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Things like that, blessing yeah. children is another one. You know, sure. Like, man, don't do that. Don't beat, don't beat your spouse up. You know, yeah. Just there's, there's like, there's, there's certain things that just, but that, there's a lot of things that's like, hey, we live in the United States, so no matter what you want to do religiously, you should be able to do it. And if you want to protest against this, then, then who's going to, what if people protest against you? What would you say? Uh, I have a don't, I don't be an ass kind of philosophy. It
2: really applies well. So if I had had this philosophy at any point in history, it would, uh, I would be that guy, not being asked. It's It's like, it's like, want to go kick that dog? this this falls into the ass yeah <laughs> oh my god like, like, like you can save yourself so much time if like you just try to avoid being an ass <laughs> it's like it's like hey let's round up everyone in town i'm gonna start wearing a new shirt <laughs> <laughs> instead said it is. what would jesus do is what would an ass do yeah they don't
0: just do, do, the, it, opposite do the
1: opposite do the opposite yeah, yeah okay
2: yeah what
0: would tom do <laughs>
2: well i remember when i was, when I was a kid I was in a, it was like the fourth, fifth grade, and like there was a kid in the class who'd be picked on all the time, and uh, there was a group of people that would pick on people. And at one point, they were picking on this one guy, and they're, they're running past my desk, and I'm just like, "Hey guys, just <laughs> chill out." And they, uh, and they're like, "What? Well, but, but, but he's a dweeb." It's like, I don't care. I have better things to deal with than running around and be dick all day. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like what a what a waste of time. Like, so. And with, and with that being said,
0: don't go protest breweries for, like, a joke that's clearly... <laughs> <laughs> <like>. <laughs> no, but uh, what we were talking about earlier, like, so many, so many things happening right now. And then, and, you know, we also have some badass place shut down. You know, uh, the branch shut down. And that that is an excellent, was, definitely was, like, a good staple. Excellent bar in Houston. And, now they had shut down a uh, Crappier cellar downtown. End up shutting down. And it's just, just like, hate to see it. But, man, we're just in some really rough times for this industry. Yeah, um, when when this item, what I preached about for, like, the last decade was not make this craft beer. Just make it beer, right? Just make it just like what, what, what you drink. They, you know, if you go buy a six-pack, just buy a six-pack of what you like. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not craft beer. You don't be nerdy about it and all this stuff. Just drink it. And... But I'd say that's that's like the big difference in the mentality of this. But, you know, we're with the high gas prices and everything else that's been going on. You know, you've seen like the decline. And after COVID, just with the breweries getting shut down for so long, we've just seen so many things, so many things happen to so many businesses in this industry. Um, So to see some of these bars that, that were doing it, man, they were making it and they were like they're on the list. If anybody ever asked, like, hey, man, where should we come to Houston? Where should we go? You need to stop by the branch, eat their chicken fried steak, drink really good, you know, and, and yeah. drink really good beers. And, you know, stop by Crappier Cellar. They have a badass selection of beers and everything. It's right downtown and all this stuff. And they're gone.
2: Well, it's like during COVID, uh, during the heart of COVID, we're like talking to people all the time. It's like, it's like, oh man, the No able seems to be in a good place. It's like, oh man, we're still like, we're still like two bad weeks away from like, you know, like everything taking a turn. And even when you're rocking and rolling, you're, you're still, still only a few bad weeks yeah, away. Yeah, here. seventeen
0: it, it, days away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, it,
2: like it, it doesn't take that much. Especially the the bigger you are, the bigger your payroll, the bigger your like, You know, like the more money you're spending to push out all that. You know, uh, you know, it's like you don't know, uh, people people like like uh, think you're going beer to make money it's like i don't know <laughs>
1: correct me if i'm wrong but didn't it seem like we went from like a can shortage to a pandemic to you know the city not letting us open to the city changing to where we can open with to go and then city letting us open and open if we had food and then it was just one disaster after the yeah. other and i'm amazed that more breweries didn't shut down you know that more that that. Or are right now with all this change, it might just be the lagging effects of all these.
2: I think there's, you know, I think there's a lagging effect. I think there's a lot of the. I think everyone in Texas or Houston, anyways, made it through long enough to to get onto some of that PPP money and some of that kind of like false hope. Right. Like, but but
0: the market still hadn't come back for like yeah. for a lot of places. And, yeah. Well, then, and, and with the SBA loans, right. Also, you know, it was like. Oh uh, man, we'll loan you, you know, four hundred thousand dollars, yeah, and at three percent interest. And they're so yeah. like, "Yes, that'll get us out of debt. We can buy the equipment we need. Then we'll get rolling." But if you
2: still don't have, I mean, any, but you but have any, the, if anybody you don't have the customer base in the beginning. Anybody that was going into twenty twenty with issues was like, even though they got money infused into them, yeah, they can make their payroll. Yeah, they can make their like their bills. They still had the exact same issues. And then, right. then some. Like right. by the time that money kind of exhausted in 2021, you know, yeah. or or 22, and yeah. like he kind of saw that this year. It's like I went I went to this year talking to like uh, like uh, Rodney Campbell or Cass Brandon and John and a few others about like I feel like this year is going to be the reckoning, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that prophecy has kind of come to pass. But what I didn't expect was so many breweries in Houston. Uh, and and well-minded individuals to really help out that. like No one really fell.
0: Everyone's being picked up back up. Right. There's a reason for that, and I'll get into that on the next segment. Let's take a break so that uh, Tom can get another beer and only have like half an inch of mine. So let's get another beer, but. Half an inch is a good inch, John. Just give that extra half inch. That's that's what I try in life. This is Drink of Ages. We'll be right back. (laughs)
2: Hi, it's Tom from No Label Brewing down in Katy, Texas. Come out and visit us seven days a week in historic Katy, right between the silos. If it's the weekend, it's live music, it's beer releases, it's food trucks, vendors, HGX markets, more. Can't make it on the weekend? Don't worry, we're open seven days a week. So coming out for bingo nights, trivia nights, run clubs, there's so much going on out here between the silos. So if you're looking for craft beer and a good time, come out to Katy,
0: Texas. Come out to No Label. KT Wellness, our friends down in Dickinson, is where you need to go if you're feeling sluggish, non-energetic, and non-motivated. Not just when you're hungover. Get to know your numbers. As we get a little older, our hormone levels change, men and women. KT Wellness can help. Weight loss, hormone optimization, low testosterone, B12, Botox, and more. Stop in and tell them that you heard it on Drink of Ages and get a free B12 shot. KTWellness.com. Why not feel your best again? KTWellness.com. Hey guys, Bobby Harrell from Backview Brewing here,
1: just dropping in to tell you about our new seasonal, King's Brow, A German Fest beer, perfect for Oktoberfest season, but still can handle this Texas heat. Available through the end of September, but while supplies last. So don't sleep on it, go out and grab you some. Cheers. At True Anomaly Brewing, our greatest achievement lives in knowing that everything we've learned is yours to enjoy. While it may not be rocket science, we brew with the same detail and dedication learned while running mission operations for NASA. Taking risks is part of our DNA. We don't take them just to say we did. We take them because of the result. Bold brews we're proud to share with fellow adventure seekers.
0: True Anomaly Brewing. Beer for the Explorers. Get your tickets now for Wild West Brew Fest, voted number one beer fest in North America by BeerYeti.com for multiple years in a row. The weekend starts November 3rd for the K-Town Showdown. Friday, November 4th is the official launch party, and Saturday, November 5th is the festival. Over 500 beers from over 60 breweries, live music, lots of food, games, and three days of good times. Discounted hotels and tickets can be found at WildWestBrewFest.com. You do not want to miss it. WildWestBrewFest.com. This is Dream Ages Radio here on ESPN 97.5. John Denman, Tom Tanner, DJ Muskratch Vince Mandeville, our guest. And Woo. we're hanging out at the New Potato. Talking some chumbo wampa. Talk yes, we are talking Shumba Shumba wampa. Wampa. About, Man, I mean, we, we truly are pissing the night away. Yeah. yeah.
2: And, but uh, on the theme of uh, getting knocked down and getting up again, what what were you about to
0: say, John? So, oh, <laughs> where, we, where we left off from the last segment was... Uh, we're talking about breweries getting bought and everything at, right now but you just think about like how how much money was invested in those breweries that just sold to how much they were bought for then i mean it's just like you're, you're buying into a turnkey operation i mean I, I, I caught on two of them that went up for sale because I, I truly was like man if the numbers are right maybe i will start a brewery but uh, the numbers were way inflated what what I what I wanted to pay for it. But other people did. They wanted to buy it. And they're they're walking into everything already done most of the time permits ready. So you can walk right in and start brewing beer and selling beer. And just then all you gotta wait for is to paint the tap room and change the sign. So that's why I see it being very very good for a lot of the community breweries like you're talking about where my, some of these little neighborhood ones that came up for sale where they had a large they had a fan base. And the people it was a fans, was some the people that were going there all the time, they're the ones that were like, man, let's keep this brewery going. I'll buy it.
2: Yeah, I mean I think you can look with uh, the the Section Seven breweries that have kind of switched hands, you get you can you can see like who's going in, like into them and why. Though so but it's a, it's an interesting time for for craft beer. I mean, there's a I know I know B52 is also on the on the auction block or or sold. But I'm a, oh not yeah, liber- they sold. Uh, not a liberty to tell who, but it won't be surprising when it comes out. <laughs> well, I, I know it
1: was almost right before the pandemic. It was almost sold. Like. The day that
2: the, oh, the oh, signature was supposed to go down. Uh, oh, John and I know it was. It we, was almost, well. <laughs> we know very yeah, well. Yeah, we know very well about that.
1: Signature was almost there, it and is. then everything shut down. and They were like, "We're not doing this now."
2: There was a uh, uh, there, there was a weird world uh, a long time ago where No Label and spindle tap almost popped B52, and then uh, and then a uh, then a uh, last minute. Uh, uh, Patron of the craft beer industry. Yes. <laughs> the, the, what a patron. Yeah. That's a good way to say that. <laughs> like a,
0: a, a swooped in. But then, they they dodged Bell a Bell bullet. bullet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, he dodged a huge bullet. Well, I sa- say dodge a bullet, but, you know, what they're selling for now, for what uh, we actually offered to, to buy them for, that initially was accepted, it. it Looking back at what it still would have been a great investment, even working your way through all of COVID, and it's such a badass property and, and it's it's such it's, a name because the property you know, came the with The property, it, right? the name, and everything that, that they have. I mean, it's a yeah. it's an unfortunate situation for everybody up there, man, and I love those people, and and it's it's a, just a tremendously sad situation for BP too. And but man, I would like. I, I I want to see that area that that property succeed. I want to see somebody like whatever I heard the patron was yeah. like reaching out by. Like, All right, cool. You know, sucks because right. skipped over the submission I put in. <laughs> yeah, but um, which ultimately did not work out. But still, though, that property is, is just I want to see that thing do well. V fifty two has always been like. What were they the Eighth or ninth brewery, maybe. I don't. I don't know what the numbers are in Houston. They've been around for a long time. Yeah, and they also w- were one of the
1: first breweries I thought had a completely different feel. Than any other Houston brewery. They
0: definitely did. I mean, when, when you're sitting around at b 2 Whoa, whoa, whoa! You, do, you don't like industrial silos, <laughs> like like with no protection from the elements.
1: <laughs> you know those
2: industrial parks
1: yeah, or no sure you know just can. industrial
2: this. We're good for it,
0: we're good for hurricanes, yeah, yeah. watches, yeah. tornadoes, all kind of things, <laughs> all kind of things. Yeah. You walk in, I mean, I'm just surprised no brewery like took out. With, like, hey, the more pins you have on your vest. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> But, yeah, it'll happen muskrash it'll it'll happen. somebody's gonna do it and then it'll probably take off because they're the only ones doing it right it'll just be like so gimmicky well, brash does it it's with the battle, That's you know, true. the battle jacket
1: you know the battle jacket has all the pins on it and you
0: don't have to ask anybody at brash
1: to add more flair because they're gonna always have enough you flair need more flair
2: <laughs> you know it's like uh breweries need niches uh or they need neighborhoods uh so I think about Texas League all the time, it's just baseball. Baseball. Yeah. they uh, I was I was over there I was over there last week talking to Nathan and I was just like I was like, Hey it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like hey man, I was like, like give me airing some Astros games. It's like, you know, people come to here for baseball as a whole, Tom. I was like, Yeah, do they <laughs> 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 or, or just an Astros type of place uh, But But B-52 does like It is one of those It's really unique And there's nothing quite like When you're there You you feel like you're away <laughs> Like at, You're at Yeah some, you're, you're almost camping Yeah That you know, no. kind of
0: thing And they, the, the way they built the tap room And all that stuff uh, I don't know Brent and Jessica Two super fun people there, Yes That if they weren't traveling the world One day I wouldn't catch uh, up with I them I just I One haven't day. seen
1: them in a long time. I wish I could see them every day. Yeah, you,
0: you might need to go to uh, Mongolia or somewhere right uh, now to catch Costa up Rica, them. maybe? But hopefully Costa Rica. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go find them down there. Yeah. But, uh, no, what they built up there, I mean, it is a beautiful facility. And, yeah, they, they've kind of sort of been up for sale for a long time. And so the new people... Yeah, I'm not I saw what the numbers were before they bought it I'm not sure what they ended up buying it for but it was a lot more than what the, what what we proposed I remember that and, uh, yeah I'm sure everything will work out well
2: I'll tell you guys who it is after the break Awesome. but I think the news is gonna drop like 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 any day now they're, they're in pretty good hands uh, and it won't be surprising uh, but it's um yeah, it's it's just a cool tap room. You know, like other I I've talked to people about some of my favorite tap rooms in Houston and the most unique ones like like Eighth Wonder uh, yeah. was always on that list. There's something about that backyard area that was just just real cool. Even the even the tap room itself and yeah. you know when you, with, with those David Addicts like statues, like yeah. and it was just like yeah and like and oh, all the
0: container rooms to hang
2: out in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, talk about Tetanus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just a little bit.
2: I, I, I think St. Arnold will always be my number one favorite. It has a, it's just a special place in my heart. I don't
0: know. Well, I mean just... it kinda it kinda should be, right? It, 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 it's gonna be a little while before somebody truly if they ever take over Saint Arnold, if they ever like an appreciation it but. would have
1: to be maui brewing coming in here and building something like
0: you were yeah. well they would have to build like a surf park yeah <laughs> or something if yeah. they're gonna do it right because yeah, yeah. yeah what um yeah. i mean the first time uh, i was actually looking at some property right by st arnold and looking to buy it and then brock I like, apparently saw me so i was eating lunch one day over at the old, before they built the tap room. Yeah. And I'm meeting the luncher. He comes over, sits down. And we start talking and everything. He goes, hey man, I saw you over there. You know, like, what do you want to do? I was like, man, honestly, I'm gonna, I'm thinking about building something right next door to you because <laughs> you, you have like everybody come here. Then I'll, I'll take the leftovers, you know, sort of thing. <laughs> for building a music venue over there. We have late night. You shut down. We have music playing and all this. He's like, all right, let's go for a walk, John. So we, we go down for a walk. He starts telling me how the Elysian viaduct is about to be tearing all this up down and all this stuff's happening in construction and all this. Um, as we're doing that, I'm like, he's showing me all these things, how much property they're taking of his and, and, and this. I was like, oh, man, shit, bro, thanks, thanks for telling me this. And he goes, all right, come back, come back, let me show you what we're doing. And he came back and, and I broke out some blueprints. And, and I was like, this. I'm like ah, oh, all right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Oh, that's a giant hop leaf. Cooling. Yeah. <laughs> a cooling fountain.
2: So it's a chapel being de- deconstructed in the Houston skyline. Huh? That's, that's built good. over
0: you know, in St. Arnoldville. We're gonna buy a,
1: We're gonna buy a street from the city. It's gonna be our street now.
2: <laughs> like like. Uh,
0: which
1: they did. Oh no, they did the other one in between the. Oh, they'll eventually, yeah. yeah. Uh, a glass, no, it, glass paint,
2: hand-painted individual like uh, a mural nooks by different artists. Oh, oh yeah, a collection yeah. of art car. Well, yeah, well. well, mine was
0: going to have taps. <laughs> 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 we were going to have beer. I was going to leave this building painted pink. <laughs> yeah, just Get attention. Yep. No, but it, it, St. Arnold truly is. I mean, it, it is the... I don't know. Anybody ever camp comes to Houston. They're always like, Hey man, where Bruce you go to? I was like, man, you need to stop by St. Arnold. Cause that is the Mecca. And I take people there, there all the time. Yeah. Then from I haven't there, been there, there in 10
1: years. Haven't worked there in 10 years. So mm-hmm. I take people by whenever they come into town because it is, it's it. I mean, in the state of Texas, I think it's one of the brewing brewing jewels. I mean, I think we've, he has, Brock has built something that's really special. Uh,
0: Absolutely. 100%. And, and it's weird, though, because most of the people that, that, that are going there aren't, like, true craft beer people. They're just going there because it's a cool place. You
1: said it earlier, though. I mean, well, there's a couple of things. I think craft beer killed craft beer. We We decided to make things so weird that the average person don't want to have it and and so now we have to sort of pull back and be a little more traditional so you know the one thing that St. Arnold has always done is just make great beers everything they make fantastic you you may not like the style but it's going to be a per, it's going to be perfect on 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 par with anybody else in the United States which would well, put you on par with anybody in the world
2: it's like that term of, it's like it's like oh they make approachable beers they make good beers yeah. <laughs> like <they're> yeah,
0: approachable. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. explain that please. Yeah. So the beers are really good. Yes, man, I, I'm just, I'm just really happy that we're sitting outside in downtown Houston right now, and it's not sweating, not sweating, and almost like a little bit of a chill vibe going on. Yeah. So whatever, whatever happened, it needs to happen a lot more. Stapleton.
1: It's the, uh, <laughs> wait, what's the, the the box has the quiet storm or what? We had a quiet storm. The quiet one. storm. The quiet storm. Yeah,
0: 979, the box. Yeah. The quiet storm. That's that what was it like was. It, that was in the early days of the drink of ages when we were over at those studios, man. It was so much fun because we would, by the time, we would start to show at three. So by the time we're done, like five. The box, they were like, live DJ, you know, blah, blah, no and shit. spinning and all this stuff. So we would just all sit around and hang out and just listen to that, man. It was... And Chili and all those guys, man, they did... They, 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 yeah, Mad Hatter, they, they'd come over and, you know, like, hey, what do you guys it, You know, and all this stuff. And it was it was a lot of fun. It was a whole lot of fun over there. Good music, man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'd be like play Digital Underground, but not that one song. We can't play that one song on the radio. Bleep it out. (laughs) Yep. Uh, But no, man. uh, Back to Brash. Sure. Looking forward to that opening up again and looking forward to see those beers back out in the market. When I remember when you left St. Arnold, everybody was like, Oh, like it was a big deal, right? It was a big deal. You left St. Arnold to go work over at Brash. And so it's kind of a big deal again uh, Hey, going back over to, to Brash and got to be back over there running things with the group, the crew, and seeing what, what happens.
1: One of the things that's actually cool is, you know, our owners – are Matt and Nick from Equal Parts and they have a complete separate brewery than Brash and they don't want the two to mix to get a house flavor. But there's a whole bunch of knowledge. You know, I do more kind of large outside the box traditional style beers and they do a lot of experimental stuff over there. And it would be dumb of me not to look at what they do but try to see if I could fit it into my more traditional style of brewing. Uh so there are, there are some ideas rolling around in the old duder's head that we may end up you know doing some things that people wouldn't expect but they would stay in more traditional side you know uh I think out of the out of the 8 years that Brash has been open only two hazy beers have come out uh I think you can kind of see that we probably won't do more hazies but we will definitely do more milk stouts and more big ipas uh and uh easy more, seven easy so. seven was killed for a while which is our pale ale and easy seven pale ale is coming back which i'm just I am, ecstatic about because i'm happy
2: to hear that i i uh what about package and distribution and all that? You said you said you're gonna have a, a drive-through at some point, but yeah, we're definitely what, gonna have the. What about Brash and grocery stores? Is that? Uh, uh
1: eventually, we, we we hope to be in grocery stores. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that'll be 2023. Yeah. you know, and and moving forward, uh, but definitely, uh, di- more distribution. Uh, the last year or so at Brash, they pulled everything back. Toward the brewery and didn't dist- uh, dis- uh, distribute it out to bars and restaurants as much as they did in the past, and we're hoping to actually get back out there.
2: Uh, it's uh, <clears throat> coming from uh, experience and no label, having done this trick before of yeah. and, hit, and like taking over for someone that also kind of basically. Retracted from for like from the market, right? It's a it's a step in the in the wrong direction. And it's like I understand the the, the financials on, on like on, on why you would do that. It's a much harder road out there in the world. But ultimately, that's the one that's gonna it's gonna get you over the hump, like as it were. It's it's really good for the brand. <laughs> like it's also good for the consumer.
1: Right. I also think post pandemic, yeah, you have to sort of do that because I don't think people are going out as much as they used to. You know, you'll have your core, your your diehards or whatever, but I think a lot of people stay home and they they get the beer that they love at home, you know, at home and they drink it there. Um, hopefully, that trend kind of changes a little bit, but uh, I think I think that's where we we are right now. Uh, I may be wrong, Tom. Yeah, you can tell me.
2: No, I no, I think uh, I think uh, well, I mean, I don't Texas, you know. People are, people are, people, like people are back at it. But yeah. our, our package, uh, I mean, it surged during 2020. <laughs> yeah, uh, of course, yeah. Because that's the only way people could get it. Right. And then, uh, and then I think everyone kind of had that weird correction year. Uh, that was 2021. But, but yeah, there's still trepidation. These are weird times, right? Like, yeah, you hear about monkeypox and people are like, oh no, what what is? Like, like 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 what's this? Or a new strain of COVID? And Right, right. Yeah, right. And p- yeah people are still, and there's even companies that are uh, like uh, my lady friend works for for an oil and gas company that's just starting to go back to the way things were before. So, all
0: right. Well, oh, looking yeah. forward to the opening. Uh, Appreciate you, man. Always man. good hanging out with you, Vince. Appreciate all you guys,
1: man. This is awesome.
0: Tom and I we hang out a lot. Mm-hmm. Most of Gretchen and I we hang out a lot. So yeah, <laughs> it's good to hang out with you. We're not we're gonna yeah, have yeah, another yeah, beer though, right? No, after definitely. this is over? There, there oh, may okay. be a few more beers after this. Oh okay. Yeah, we're done with this part of the Let's get show. the business. This this part of the night. It's
1: no lie business time is over.
0: Yeah, but now I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this week's show, Drink of Ages Radio, sponsored by Wild West Brew Fest, man, look them up, get tickets. You definitely don't want to miss that beer fest, and you can listen to any of those shows. Sponsored by No Label Brewing Company by going to DrinkOfAges.com and all other weird places on the internet. Man, every every time I look, I search Drink Of Ages, I find new places that has it on. I don't even know how to calculate for those anymore, right? Like, this is like just weird podcast sites that I don't even know how to get them. Yeah, just keep, keep on my scratch. Keep on my scratch. But, uh, no, thank everybody for tuning in. And next week, we'll do it again. We'll be drinking beer in another badass spot. And we'll talk to everybody then.